listening to Show Me The Honey, where we talk to ordinary people doing extraordinary things in life and business. I am your co-host, Liv Carly, a holistic therapist who supports individuals to develop somatic intelligence as a form of authentic self-care and empowerment. I'm your co-host, Natalia, and I'm a web designer and course creator, helping you do more good whilst doing less work. Together, we are the founders of Show Me The Honey, a community that shares the sweet side of life and business. Before we begin today's episode, we would like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which this podcast was recorded. We recognize their continuing connection to land, water and communities. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders past, present and emerging. Ready when you are. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hello. And we've got Natalia with us. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit strange because we're usually going to be hosting together, but yeah, today. asking other people questions. <laughs> yep. But we wanted to start off with putting ourselves in the hot seat, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Um, and so today I'm going to be hosting and Natalia is going to be answering all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> how are you feeling about today? I'm ready. I actually really like answering questions. Mm. Um, I, I can be quite an open book sometimes. So I'm, yeah, I'm keen to see what we discuss and what comes of it. Keen as a bee? Yes, keen as a bee. <laughs> Not a bean? <laughs> no, just a bee. <laughs> oh, amazing. So, yeah, and it's also like for me, I'm like, oh, I know you so well, so I don't want to ask questions that it is. People are going to be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yes, yes, that's very true. There is that aspect of it. Yeah, because we've known each other for a while mm. now, right? Yeah, I guess like... Well, nearly two years, actually. What? Really? <laughs> Whoa. Long time. My work wife. Yeah. <laughs> business buddy. Yeah. Business, newly to be business partners. Yes. Well, Just now because of this. I totally. know. It's, it's a n- new adventure. <laughs> Lots of fun. Wild. Yeah. So I'm super excited to, um, yeah, be asking and diving in with you today. Mm-hmm. Mm, the first thing that comes to my mind that I sort of would love people that are listening to sort of know about you is what you actually do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the thing that confuses me the most about you. <laughs> <laughs> because I see you, I perceive you as this super creative and down to earth, kind human being. Uh, That's nice. <laughs> I have a lot of love for you, but you do the thing that does not light me up in any way. Um, and actually, like, in my own business, completely de-energizes me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we started working together. It was yeah. like, I realized in my business, I was trying to do my website and all of the behind the scenes things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not making me feel good about myself yeah. or my business. Mm-hmm. Who can help? And then... You came into my life, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) magically appeared, Um, 
and you started supporting me and yeah, you just have this, oh, this energy about you when you're in that space that I'm like, oh my God, it's so inspiring. But also (laughs) I'm like, why does building websites and doing all this tech stuff light you up in the way it does? So (laughs) yeah, I want to know. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? I guess like it's, it's interesting. It made me think just then of one thing that I've heard before, which is, um, the idea of like, why are you tired? It's not because you've been doing things that make you tired. It's because you haven't been doing things that really light you up. Mm. Um, and you know, for me, like just the number of times having such a familiar experience with like being in a state of flow and what lights me up. I am so familiar with that feeling versus when I'm not in that state. Mm, mm. And, you know, I think it's really awesome to be able to have something that I can get into that state with Mm. that actually also, like, serves a purpose, helps other people and, um, you know, helps me pay my bills. (laughs) Like, you know, it's a great thing to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's interesting, like, you know, why why does this web design light me up so much? (laughs) I don't understand it. <laughs> it confuses me. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, it's like, I think, you know, I have gone through like a process of getting to this point. Mm. Um, photography has always been first and foremost, yeah. my number one creative passion. Mm. And, you know, that stemmed from when I was little, my dad was a photographer my bedroom that I had growing up was his old dark room. So oh, cool. I, I didn't yeah, know that about yeah, you. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's, well, it's cool and it's not cool. I had, a, I had half a bedroom. Oh yeah, of course. Because, yeah, because the other half was like his equipment that was like stacked up to the side, yeah, you wow. know, for a rainy day. Mm. Um, and like, so I think seeing my dad and his passion for photography really inspired me. Mm. and you know he's always he's worked for himself I think my entire life Mm. and on the flip side my mum has always worked for someone else okay and so I've had that you know both sides of the story Mm. right in front of me to be Mm -hmm. able to see how both of them you know influence your life yeah um and yeah, and so I think that's where sort of my creative passion stemmed from was yeah. my dad. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess over the years, being a photographer, like I can't tell you how many of my own websites I have designed and redesigned <laughs> and remade. And I'm sure like anyone out there as well listening that has done their own website or is a creative particularly as well. I mean, even you have this experience. You like, mm. you just want to you know, that next evolution of what you've made. Oh my God. The website thing for me is just a constant. I'm like, should we, should we redo my website? Yeah. And I'm like, no, we just did it yesterday. (laughs) New one? Yeah. Different. Um, so yeah, it's like throughout that process, you know, being a photographer, I always thought that's kind of what I would do. Mm. And so in order to do that, I, I very much, I'm kind of like a DIYer. Yeah. And so doing my own website got me interested in that. I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy this. And 
it actually really suits my way of creating mm. because you know as you would know I'm quite an organized like methodical kind of analytical person as well yeah. and so that actually really works because it allows me to work within some limits and constraints mm. but still add that creative element Mm-mm-mm. so for me I find it actually the perfect balance of allowing me to be creative but also having that structure that I actually thrive mm. upon mm. um so yeah I guess that's why I love it it's mm. just like fuses both of those parts of what I enjoy mm. um because you know like I can happily make a hundred spreadsheets you know and mm. want to tell everyone about them Mm-mm. and everyone's like I don't care, like, whatever, it's just a spreadsheet. And it's, you know, at any moment I will jump on an opportunity to organise something Mm. or, like, research something and think about things. Mm. Um, So, yeah, just, it's like a perfect blend of the things that I enjoy and the things that I'm good at, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I love that piece, you know, as you were just sharing that, I'm like, oh, you've challenged my view of what creativity is Mm. you know Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that's where my curiosity around wanting to know this about you came from yeah because I think subconsciously I was like I didn't see that as being creative but I see you as a creative Mm -hmm. person so it was sort of conflicting in my mind and then hearing you share that I'm like oh this this is the way you express yourself creatively and you create these beautiful online spaces Mm, you know mm, um mm. and I really really love that piece around that that almost like that gift Mm -hmm. that your dad gave you of his interest in photography and that just being the little spark yes within you that sort of set in motion Mm -hmm. this this amazing journey that you've been on yeah yeah yeah, and and I and I and having that difference between your parents of your dad working for himself and yeah. running his own business mm-hmm. compared to your mom, yeah, um, which sort of you know, in my mind I'm like remembering this conversation we had a couple of weeks ago, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm almost thirty, and realizing that you know I'm I've achieved this thing that I've always wanted to do, and I'm running my own business, yeah. like wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah I actually totally. did it. And you said something to me, you said that, you know, I can't, I don't think you put a time frame in place, but it was, you wanted to have your own business. It was something that you wanted. And I was like, oh, really? Like, that's actually something that you had a vision of. You (laughs) had this dream. So I want to know, like, when did that, when did that land for you of like, oh, I really want to start my own business. And back when that happened what did you think that that business would be or what that would look like (laughs) compared to what you're actually doing now oh well it's been like quite the journey Mm. and process to get to this point Mm. um you know to a point where I nearly gave up on it as well because Mm. um of yeah I guess the direction that I sort of felt like I was going down Mm -hmm. um so I think, you know, even in school, I, I had this dream that I would love to work for myself. Mm. And I always said that I wanted to be a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, be a graphic designer, work for myself. Mm. And I think that 
you know, leaving school, I didn't go to university. I didn't go on to study anything. I went straight into work. Mm. And I fortunately, the first job I had was somewhat of a creative role. I went straight into visual merchandising, Mm -hmm. which I know you have experience in as well. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Back in my fashion days. Yeah. (laughs) And so I felt really grateful that you know, the first job I had out of school was still creative. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from that, I did that, like, I think it was about five years. Um, yeah, wow. And I think that, you know, that was in a retail setting. And mm. I think over the years, you start to sort of, or I did anyway, I just started to feel like I don't want to just keep doing this sort of, on repeat and you know I think as a creative person as well you you have so many sort of like ideas and visions and I think sometimes when you're in that space you can feel like there's not enough room for you Mm. to be able to fully be creative Mm -mm. because you know working for a big company that is well known Mm. there's guidelines there's like limitations and you have to fit into that brand Mm. and so you can't always be as creative as you would like Mm -hmm. um and yeah and then from that job I went into working in a publishing company which again is just so interesting because so it was for the local newspaper and we also did a series of magazines and interestingly one of my dad's jobs when he was younger he was a photographer for the local magazine a local newspaper yeah and the funny thing is is that at the time that I joined this newspaper, the rival newspaper was the one that my dad used to work at. Oh, what? So it was just... I know, it just got, like, chills a little. It was just, like, something just happened. I was like, oh, my God, that's yeah. wild. It was, it was just so funny and so interesting. Um, and it was such an awesome place to work mm. because, you know, first and foremost, it actually showed me a different way of working in the sense that, you know, before I worked in retail and I personally feel as though retail can often feel like you are just sometimes a bit of a number. Mm. You sort of get lost in the number of people that work in the business. Mm. Whereas in this publishing company, Mm -hmm. there was a much smaller team. Mm. So everyone had a much closer relationship. Uh, All the teams were a lot more involved with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you could kind of, get involved in other teams Mm -hmm. uh so yeah just it really showed me like a different way of how work could be Mm. and I ended up in a role where I was fully like autonomous I just I you know did my own thing I was trusted to just get on with it and deliver Mm -hmm. what I had to deliver every month Mm -hmm. um and that I think really started the ball rolling in terms of like believing in my ability to you know not just take orders from people so to speak but mm. to actually be my own guider in yeah. in my daily work um and then yeah what that led into was then I got promoted to be a graphic designer in that um company mm. and that was like that was number one of me being like I'm like partly towards my dream I'm actually <laughs> a graphic designer now <laughs> I didn't go to university, like I've made it because that was always a real passion of mine and a desire of mine to kind of like 
prove that you don't always have to go to university to get to where you want to do, mm. where you want to go or do mm. the things you want to do. Um, so that was, that was number one. Like, yes, I've, I've done that. <laughs> um, and then from there, I, I did that for about six months and then that's when I essentially came to Australia <laughs> That was that. That's fine. You have an accent. You're not from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why sometimes I sound English. Sometimes I sound Australian. <laughs> it's like I sound English to the Australian people and to all my English friends. I sound Australian. <laughs> oh, I forget. I forget that yeah. you have an accent yeah. until you say funny words. And I'm yes. like, oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally just certain words come yeah. out proper English. Um, Baby. Baby. Router is one. What's router? Like your internet thing. A router? Yeah, router. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, there's probably so many words that we yeah, say differently. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then, you know, coming here, like into a city, mm. so many opportunities to try mm-hmm. so many different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um which I found so interesting. I've done like a lot of hospitality and worked like doing photography for cafes and things. So mm. still trying to keep on with my creativity. Yeah. Um, and worked for a period for a silver jewelry company, mm. family run mm. as well. So again, it was like through the jobs that I did, I just got closer and closer to small business. Mm-hmm. Um, and could, you know, get experience of actually what it's like running a small team, running a small business, yeah. and how, like, all of the tasks get really just like everyone has to do a bit of everything. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I sort of just picked things up along the way and learnt things along the way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this was the point where I sort of felt like I was going to have to just give up my creativity mm. because, you know, being a creative, there's a lot of need for advertising and marketing. And I felt myself getting closer and closer to the marketing world. Yeah. And that's where I really started to struggle because it felt like I just was working towards creating things that people didn't really need yeah and with having such a strong belief and passion about how much crap we're creating basically all the time that we don't need yeah and just sending it to landfill and damaging the environment Mm. it felt really conflicting to be working and creating part of that yeah um and yeah, so at that point I was like, I just, I'm not sure how I can use my creativity for good mm. instead of just contributing to this problem that I felt mm. was existing. Um, and yeah, and then like, well, then COVID hit yeah, sure. pretty much. And I was like, just floored me. Well, because as you, when you just mentioned that you worked at the jewelry, the jewelry company, you, that's where you were working when, when we first met. I think it was yes, just at the, it was cut, just just at the, at the end beginning. of it. Yeah, mm. and then I like s- temporarily went to join this like startup, but that just 
it didn't get off the ground because of COVID. Yeah. So that was like a glimpse of doing that. But then that, yeah, just didn't happen. Yeah. So, um, and because in my head, I've just always seen you as running your own business. Mm, mm. Because of where you are now. Yeah. And how well you're doing. Mm. My perception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like, what was the thing that. I guess like what made you take that leap from working for other people into just a hundred percent standing on your own two feet and running your own business because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It wasn't actually that long ago, really. Um, and it's a really good question. Like what actually was it that kind of made it a thing? You know what I think actually it was when I, registered my business Mm. that again that was another one of those like stepping stones in getting to finally reaching like my goal of running my own business Mm. like I remember registering my business and being like whoa like this is actually Mm. real Mm. um you know it's real without registering a business but it just what that represented was like this is like serious right yeah it meant something for you yeah totally um and yeah and I I think it, I don't know you know it's actually like trying to think of where it got to I almost feel as though like that's then the point where we sort of started working together yeah you know after my after my sort of lull period at the start of COVID mm. when I started to pick things back up I think it was when we started working together mm. and you know I had that like aha moment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of realizing actually I can use my skills for good Mm. because there's so many people out there that are doing good things Mm. that need marketing they need websites they need design doing they need photos yeah and so when that struck that moment Mm. I was like yes (laughs) I don't have to give up my creativity I can actually still do it and it can be more in alignment with my values mm. of helping people and working towards like a positive change yeah, yeah. in um, in the world. Mm. You know, no matter what size that is, like I believe yeah. there's always ripple effects. Yeah. And, you know, I may do a little bit. I may not be able to change the world just by myself, but I can help those other people that, mm. you know, can. Yeah, totally. So... Well, it's interesting because, you know, when I witness you and the people you work with, it's just like really glaringly obvious that the people you work with are within the wellness and mm. alternative health space. Yeah. <laughs> and when I shared that with you a couple yeah, of weeks like, ago. I was like, no, no, no. Like I work with other people and then I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, you're right. <laughs> How did that happen? And it just, I, and that's the thing, I think... It, from watching your journey Mm -hmm. and also just knowing you, it just so organically happened. You know, I I see other women and even for myself have experienced this thing where you hear, you know, business coaches and people in marketing and branding experts being like, you need to find your niche. You need to know your target audience, right? Like your business is not going to be successful without it. And people are sometimes so scared to niche because it's just like, yeah, but then I'm closing myself off to all these other people. And this is actually the opposite happens. The more clear and specific you are, the easier it is for those people to find you, right? And I've sort of 
observing you from and witnessing you from the outside it's almost like the opposite mm. it was like you just like started and you just niche straight away yeah and it just happened so organically yeah. yeah um and yeah I'm just sort of curious of well you weren't fully aware of it a couple of yeah yeah <laughs> but kind of what I see in that is that it speaks volumes of who you are mm. and what you do value mm. and how you carry yourself in the world, which makes it, it's like, you can't separate the human from the business. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's like when I work with you, you're you, when mm-hmm. I hang out with you, you're you like, yeah. there's no two versions of you. Yeah. It's just you. Um, and yeah, it's like, I'm like, what is it in you? Or what do you think it is that you sort of radiate out of you mm. that draws these people in to actually work with you? <laughs> you know, like what is it that you're doing within yourself or the the essence of who you are that's yeah. actually attracting? It's like your little, you know, beacon of light and there's mm. all these little mm. moths around that are mm. coming to your light mm-hmm. that are all the people out in the world doing good, as you yeah, say. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're passionate about. But it's like they're the people that are also drawn to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, well, what does that say about you? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting, you know, I think for a while as well, I think there's like so much out in the world that's like, just be you. <laughs> and, you know, it's like this whole authenticity thing is like, just be you. Mm. And then the people will come to you. Mm-hmm. And I've always just been like, like that's just like nonsense like (laughs) come on like let's be real and then it's like actually when you just sort of organically get into that place Mm. and then you see it happening Mm. you're like oh it is actually true Mm. it's not just this sort of cliche thing it's Mm -hmm. like actually really what is reality right yeah Yeah. because of course people are going to be attracted to the things that they uh resonate with Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's interesting, you know, what, what is the reason that, um, you know, these people get drawn to me and I think it's like, I guess I feel like I have quite a, an appreciation for what I do. Yeah. And I think that passion is infectious. Mm. Um, you know, I think... Passion about web design. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone's got to be passionate about it, right? I'm so happy you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, passion is infectious. Mm. If you're around anyone and they're talking about something that lights them up, mm. you just can't help but be like, oh, yeah, like even that sounds interesting to me now because mm-hmm. of the fact that you're speaking mm-hmm. about it so passionately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... I imagine from a client perspective, mm-hmm. having your website, for example, made by someone that actually loves what they do, yeah, like feels good. It feels actually really beneficial to both parties, mm-hmm. um, and and also, you know, their customers, their clients, mm. um, because I think that translates. Yeah, um, and I think. Yeah, I think it's just my appreciation for that and mm. my simple approach. I don't like to make things too complicated. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of, I think what's really important, and I think this is what 
is often missing in the sort of design and marketing world is there's a a pressure of pace Mm. you know algorithms deadlines like all of these moving parts that move so quickly Mm -mm. um there's always the next thing to be done yeah and it feels as though you're always just rushing to keep up yeah and then when you get there then it's changed and you've got to do it again right yeah yeah um and i think that that doesn't leave any room for life yeah and life happens to all of us and so that's what I really try and fuse into what I do mm. is like, yeah, okay, we can work to a deadline and yeah, okay, we can, um, you know, try and get things moving as quick as we can to get it done. Totally. So it's out into the world. Yeah. But at the same time, let's not rush it. And if, you know, things have to take a bit, a little bit longer, that's okay. Oh, it's just like hearing you say that reflecting on the experiences I've had with you it's just this deep honoring of the fact that we're all human beings yeah and that we're having these human experiences yeah and sometimes you know we often well not often it's about the same time of the month every month yeah <laughs> because our cycles <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's like showing up to those meetings it's like yeah we can still do the thing but let's not push and force and yeah. actually honor our you know today I'm feeling sad or, you know, today I'm feeling frustrated Mm -hmm. and I don't even know why and and actually making room for the whole human experience Mm -hmm. and not forcing it. And like from a nervous system perspective on my end, I'm just like, oh my God, I can fully relax and I feel even more supported because it's not Mm -hmm. just trying to keep up for the sake of keeping up. But I also feel very deeply held in that I know it will get done and when it does get complete and it comes to that completion point it will be done in a way that holds the vibration of that honoring Mm, mm. of the people that are behind what we've created right yeah and I think that that's uniquely you Mm. actually Mm. if there's anyone else out there that does things like this we'd love to hear from you yeah 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 (laughs) but like it's like you know that's what really draws me to you Mm, um mm. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, you know, it's the fact that, like, I run my business too. And so I work with, you know, for the most part, individuals trying to run businesses and get their businesses off the ground. So I know that struggle. Yeah. And I know how it can be stressful. Mm -hmm. And so why would I want to be a cause of additional stress? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm firmly just like, this should not be an added stress. This is just something that we can do create together you know as much involvement as you want you Mm. can have Mm. we can do it together or you can just trust me and we can do it that way yeah um and it shouldn't be another stress Mm. like i just anything i can do to minimize stress i'm doing it (laughs) as best as i can yeah i love that and it kind of when you say stress uh this mem- very, very distinct and quite personal memory of you pops into my head. So oh, yeah. we're gonna let's get let's get a bit personal for a second. Go set. on then. <laughs> so I have this really distinct memory of you. It was you were at our apartment where we used to live, where I used to Tay, and I, I was working in the temple space, and Tay was working out in the lounge room, and we were going to have a meeting. And mm. before the meeting, I walked out, and it was like an hour before or whatever. And I walked out, and as I walked past Tay's room, you were just lying face first, like planking <laughs> on the bed. 
And I walked out and I was just like, is she okay? And Tay's like, I don't know. Like, you know, and... Face down on yeah, the bed. Yeah, literally just face down on the bed. And, you know, you, did, you showed up to that meeting. Um, mm, mm. But, yeah, I just... I've witnessed you go through such a transformation with your own wellness and mental health mm-hmm. over the past yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. two years that we've known each other yeah and so because I get that little view behind the scenes yeah and you know these moments where we get you share when you're stressed and how you know those impacts it's like I'm I'd love to sort of have that conversation of or for you to share a little bit about what your experience has been you know, in those moments when you're feeling really stressed or those moments when you're laying face down on the bed and, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> struggling, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just like it, where you are now is incredible mm, and mm, it's just mm. amazing. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> you, what you created is amazing. It's yeah. fucking extraordinary. Um, but, yeah, like, can you speak to that a little bit of what it's been like to be navigating um, and supporting yourself with your own health mm. and your mm. own mental health while also going through starting a business during a global pandemic yeah. to get to where you are now mm. and mm. how that sort of impacted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, when my mental health dips, mm. <laughs> creativity is just like, see you later, mm. I'm out of here. Yeah. And so it can be really troubling Mm. and, you know, it can kind of like perpetuate it sometimes because when there's, you know, quite a lot of purpose tied to what you do Mm. and then when that, you know, when you're struggling to do what you do, Mm. that can um, add into the mix of those feelings. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, it's, you know, that there's definitely been times in my life where it's felt really hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, mental health, it's, I think, having gone through, I would say, sort of three periods of depression in my life, mm. uh, you know, I think now I know it's not always a quick fix and it's kind of like, it's a slow journey out sometimes. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and just like, I think like anything in life, the more that you do it, Mm -hmm. I guess the more familiar you get with it. Right. And you know, the easier it gets, so to speak. Um, and so over time, I suppose like the periods get, mm, do they get briefer? I don't know if they do get briefer. (laughs) Like, <laughs> you're like, have I blocked out how long those bouts of yeah, depression yeah. really were? <laughs> I mean, over the last year in particular as mm, well, mm. I have had quite a growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, that's part, like, a lot of it even is actually the work we've done together, you know, mm. me working with you as well and what mm. you do um, has played a massive part in that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, even actually just having you, mm. like, by my side doing business yeah. as well, which I know you relate to so much. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> actually just knowing that there's someone else doing similar, yeah. going through what you're going through, 
it makes it a lot easier as well um, because there's so many things like imposter syndrome comes up a lot worthiness like am I good enough Mm -hmm. am I like expert status enough yeah um like there's so many aspects that come up Mm. and I think you know creativity anyway I reckon any creative out there it's like there's always that voice that's like this is crap like (laughs) this is just absolutely awful like you can't show this to anyone yeah that voice of doubt yeah uh and I think it's it's like it's the path of like mastery. It's like yeah. the more you do it, yeah, the more that you sort of like even even find your style, right? You mm-hmm. find your style and you find your way of working mm-hmm. and it's that repetition of like showing up every day yeah. that helps you to really develop how you are and how you do it. Um, and I think that that helps to uh I guess sort of, like, I'm not sure if this is the right word, but kind of, like, stave off mental health somewhat. Like, um, the continuation and the continual refinement Mm. um, and the continuing of the experience of imposter syndrome and the in and out of all of it. I think the more that you do it, the more you're just like, okay, cool, like, this is what I'm feeling and, like, now I know. I've done this enough times. Mm. Now I know what I can do to just like shift it a bit quicker instead of just like spiraling down into it when I guess and this is just me my perception mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there came a point where you became much more active in supporting yourself with your mental health yeah yeah um and and that mirrored and reflected in how your business went as well yeah yeah um, that's very true and so, you know, I'm, I, I'm curious, like, what do you think are probably, like, if you could name mm-hmm. <laughs> the top, like, three things mm-hmm. that really you've actively sought out and you've actively done to support yourself in your mental health? Because I really do believe from what I've seen and what I've experienced in myself that it does have a direct correlation with how we do in business. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think... Like, three things, I suppose, like, number one for me is being able to, I guess, talk myself through it. Yeah. Like, for so long, I've always gone to the external world to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that that never really gets you to where you want to go, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not what you want yeah and so a huge part of it has been like relying on myself and learning to trust myself and go with what I think is the right thing to do yeah um and like journaling for me is such a powerful way to do that because Mm. it's words which I think I'm very good at like I suppose, well, it's interesting. I'm very good at listening mm-hmm. and I'm also very good at thinking. <laughs> when I say good at thinking, <laughs> I mean I just think a lot yeah. just by default. Yeah. So it's like writing for me gets the words out of my brain yeah, and, it, uh, yeah, and it allows me to look at it and almost then, I suppose, just self, self-help myself, mm-hmm. so to speak. 
Um, it's a beautiful way to connect your own your own intuition, your own yeah. aware, like expand your own awareness yeah. rather than always seeking the external. Totally, right? it's that objectivity. Totally, it's like getting it out. Like it's almost like you literally like physically take it out, you put it in front of you, mm. and then you can look at it and be like, right, okay, what does this mean, and how can I help myself through this? Well, it's so amazing that you found that. Um, that tool yeah. for yourself. Yeah. You've resourced yourself with that. Yeah. You know that about yourself and you actually use it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How often I hear you say, I'm just journaling. Yeah. Or I just finished my morning journal. Yeah. Or I'm just about to go and journal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's a very active thing you do. It's yeah. not just like journaling helps and like I'll sit down when it's like mm-hmm. you're very proactive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, is like I was saying earlier, it's like the number of times the more you do it, mm. the more that you learn the way to really like make it work for you mm-hmm. um and the, yeah the number of times that I've just like felt just an absolute like mess and sat down and just written it out mm. I then solve my own problems mm-hmm, really mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in that moment and I can just completely come away being like cool I've got this mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and I think like I'm not sure about three things but I know the other thing mm. that I think played a massive part is like the work with you mm-hmm. And the the biggest, like, number one takeaway was kind of disintegrating that comparison. Mm. And so many times, like, what I got from you was, mm-hmm. like, however I am mm. is okay. Yeah. Um, and instead of being, like, oh, like, this person's doing this and this person's doing this, so, like, I should be doing that. Yeah. It's, like, actually, whatever I'm doing is, like, totally okay. Yeah. And another layer of that is Mm. like if I can do that and if I can show up in what makes me uncomfortable Mm. then it provides a space for other people Mm. to be themselves in that situation as well yeah yeah um and I think that for me is the what sort of changed it a bit as well is Mm. like really like it's not just for me it's like for other people as well Mm. Mm. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. was like, that was a treat for me. Yeah. <laughs> and also really amazing um, tips for anyone listening as well yeah. that resonate with either of those mm, things mm, as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we, you know what's coming. I do know what's um, coming. <laughs> because we created this together. Um, so, what is the most extraordinary thing that you've ever done in life and or business so hands down because it still surprises me to this day and I still don't really understand what part of me it was that took over (laughs) but it's coming to Australia yeah because before that happened I had lived in the same town for tiny town by the way yeah yeah quite small um for what 24 years of my life mm-hmm. same town same like just everything was just so similar and it's you know it's the real I, I love telling this story because this was when I was in that job at the publishing company mm-hmm. and I had been saying to myself for a couple of months I really want to move somewhere else mm-hmm. and I really want to just do something a bit different and experience yeah. something different yeah but the end of that sentence was always, 
but I really love my job and I don't want to leave my job. Yeah. And then after Brexit, I got made redundant from that job. I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh God, that's like seems like so long ago. Um, yeah, so I suddenly got made redundant. Yeah, and wow. I was like, you know, when I got told, I cried for ages and I was absolutely devastated. Totally. But very quickly... And it, and it's really interesting because of my journey with my mental health. It's yeah. so interesting to me that I so quickly sort of didn't let myself wallow in that. Mm. I very, very quickly was like, hang on a second. This is kind of what I've been asking for. For the last two months, I've been saying to myself, I want to move somewhere, and but I don't want to leave my job. Now someone has decided for me that my job is no longer my job. Mm. And I saw two paths in front of me. One was like, I don't know, stay here, carry on, maybe go on job seekers for a bit, try and find another job and just continue down this path. Mm. Or this other option, which was just do something completely and utterly like radically different. And I'd never, ever dreamed of coming to Australia, right? Mm. It's completely the other side of the world. Mm -mm -mm. And I was always like... It just, it just seemed like somewhere I would never step foot in. Yeah. Because it was so far away. Yeah. Um, and so out of nowhere, I was like, Australia. <laughs> I want to go to Australia. Yeah, wow. And I remember I came home from work one day, just, you know, when I was like rounding off uh, my time there. Yeah. And I came home to my brother and I said, I want to move to Australia. <laughs> and he, he literally, his words were, are you crazy? You've just lost your job. Like, <laughs> why are you just deciding to go to Australia? <laughs> You're going to move across the, to yeah. the other side of the world. And, like, we had just signed a 12-month lease. Um, we were, like, a, one, one month into it. And I was, like, I was so dead set that this is what I was going to do. Wow. And that's the part. It's, like, still to this day, I have... It's That's so unlike me. Mm. To just be so dead set determined and follow through. Yeah. And I think, you know what it was? It was like part of me knew mm. that my normal tendency would be to not follow through and totally. listen to what everyone else was saying. Like, don't go to Australia. I was like, no, I'm actually going to listen to myself for once. Yeah. And I just did it. And six weeks later, I was here mm. and new life was beginning. Um, oh my god I literally like that word radical that you used and that 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 image of the two paths it's like and what I heard in that was you did the radical act of deeply listening to yourself and yeah. choosing yeah. to listen to your intuition yeah. and not giving and, up on it and that mm. is in our world and in so many parts of the world it is a radical act yeah to mm. not listen to the rational mind, to listen to our bodies, our intuition or the wisdom that we receive from mm -hmm. wherever it is and to actually follow that and follow yeah. through. Yeah. Not just even hear it, but actually follow it through. Yeah. Like, that's fucking radical. Yeah. And it's just incredible because it just set in motion this whole... Totally. ...different life that you've now yeah. created for yourself. That I never imagined I would do. Yeah. You know? My parents, like... They don't have passports. They haven't been abroad in years and years and years. Like, in fact, my whole life probably. Yeah. So even that, it was radically different yeah. to 
any sort of story that I was around Mm -mm. and to step outside of that was just crazy you know like for me to do that I'm so happy that you did (laughs) I know I'm so happy I'm just like wow and you know like it's a lot more my lifestyle over here as well like the sunshine it's a bit more laid back yeah um and there's just a lot of opportunity I found Mm -hmm. uh and just connected to a lot more of my kind of people yeah um so yeah best best decision ever and the most extraordinary thing I've ever done (laughs) well it's it's incredible and it you know just hearing more of your story and the changes that you've made and what you've journeyed it's just yeah super inspiring (laughs) super super incredible and now 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 to the good part (laughs) now now it's all been amazing (laughs) Now it's honey time. Woo! <laughs> and if you could see me, I'm dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you dancing. Yeah, you it's can... <laughs> great. <laughs> honey time. So this is the final segment mm-hmm. of the podcast mm-hmm. where we ask a series of questions. Mm-hmm. Because essentially it's like all of these little aspects of our lives, all of these things that we do, our journeys, our stories our little nuances, our little quirks. These are the things that come in and they like make the honey in the honey pot. Yeah. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to get to And now I feel nervous because I don't know what the questions are going to (laughs) be. No, I wouldn't tell you. I was like, I'm not telling you. So honey time. All right. You ready? No. (laughs) Go for it. All right. What song always gets you up to shake and boogie? Oh man. Like literally it's got to be this one. It's well, there's one of two. Yeah. I'm just going to say both because they're probably equal. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered for this. (laughs) Oh my God. What is it? (laughs) Number one is maybe not everyone would know it, but it's insomnia by faithless. Think, Can you sing it? Think like, oh, it's not a song to sing. It's like a Aww. beat to dance to. Can you do the beat? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's best to leave that to Faithless. Everyone needs to look this song up Yeah, now. look it up. If you don't know it, and but if you listen to it, you'll probably know it. Okay. It's like 90s floor filler. <laughs> Who are you? I love 90s dance music. <laughs> and the other one is also like 90s dance music. It's um, Sandstorm by Darude. Which sing is, it. I, oh, I, I can't think how that one goes now because I've got insomnia in, in my your head. head. <laughs> but you play it and you'll be like, what's wrong with you? Why is this? Oh my God. It's like people redo it like on trumpets and like all different things. Like everyone. I'm even you'll impressed know that you know the name of the songs and the, the band. Well, it used to be like in my iTunes back when I used to use iTunes <laughs> back in the day yeah in my bedroom like in my you know <laughs> loft conversion dark iPod. room <laughs> it was like always the top played of my songs oh my god like so many times I would play it on repeat so good just gets me going so good <laughs> all right most challenging business moment oh most challenging business moment well i think to be honest, it's got to be, like, the time where I just thought I was going to give it all up. Mm. That was really the hardest part. When because, was that? Um, that, was, that was after my jewellery job when I was feeling a bit lost, didn't know how I could do it for something that wasn't necessarily contributing to yeah. 
the destruction of the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that was really hard because I think I I felt like who I was was me as a creative person, mm. and so to feel as though I was giving that up, mm. I was like, what on earth am I going to do? Yeah, and who am I if I'm not this person that does creative things? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like really challenging. But I think it needed to happen to allow me to get clear on actually what yeah. the next step was. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that's that's often what happens. Like challenging things often actually show us the things that we really need to see or hear or learn. Or... Totally. So challenging, but, I, you know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, amazing. All right. What's something most people don't know about you? <laughs> Oh my god! The <laughs> only thing—the only thing that comes into my mind is maybe like, <laughs> should I say? Well, I have my nipples pierced, <laughs> and like that's gonna sound so <laughs> random, but I think most people probably when they see me, just wouldn't expect that because I think I maybe. What are you talking about? You are so pierced. <laughs> like I'm literally staring at you, and you've got and like got lots one, of two, three, four, five, six. I can see seven piercings just on your face. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's true, actually. I want another one. Okay. <laughs> so what is it m- most people don't know about me? Yeah, and I, I asked you this question assuming that I thought that I knew the answer. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I'd be interested to know what you think the answer is. Um, <laughs> that I really love spreadsheets. <laughs> you talk. I know. I'm not ashamed to say it either, though. Good. Like, they're really useful. <laughs> and they're highly practical. I mean, if you could see the spreadsheets that you make, I, mean, I make honestly, good ones. You make the you're the only person in my life that I know that makes beautiful spreadsheets yeah. that I'm actually impressed by. I'm yeah. like, can you do all of my yeah. spreadsheets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what my did God. what did you think? Um, I thought that it was gonna be the thing about how you um do your contacts in your phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you found out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, what that is, is that if I've basically dated someone, they get a little asterisk in my phone contact ah. so that I remember who it is that's like more important when I receive a message, <laughs> which I don't know. Does that sound bad? It's just to, <laughs> it's to help my um, memory use, struggles. Yeah, but you also use like there's a system. It's like one asterisk you went on a date, two asterisks. Is then like, it was a really good day. A good day. Yeah. <laughs> And you're, like, getting closer to dating Emojis, you're really important. Yeah. Emojis, you're, like, part of the club. Oh, my God. I yeah. love it. So good. <laughs> All right. What's the most recent book you've read? Ah, uh, Ishmael. Ishmael. Like, I think everybody listening should just go and buy it immediately and read it. Um, it's a quick read. It's an easy read. I will not describe it too much mm. because I think it's mm. really one that's worth reading Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the recommendation that I got was also I'm not going to tell you too much about it I just think you should read it Mm. um there's people there's there's a quote from someone that says there's books that I read before Ishmael and there's books that I've read after in the sense of just how much it sort of changed Mm. their perception Mm. of things um and yeah if you're interested in how the world works and the way that modern civilization has formed and how we are in the world that we are right now, mm. 
Um, and if you're interested in a more natural way of living, I suppose, in more in harmony with nature, mm. then it's really, really thought provoking. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to read it. Yeah. I've heard, you know, it's similar thing. Like so many people have been like, you need to read this book. Yeah. But they never tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, what I is, think that's part of it. What is Ishmael? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those. What books. is it? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just read it. Just trust yeah. me. Just read it. Okay. Yeah. It's on my list. It's a little bit like, have you read The Alchemist? No. That's also That one. is sitting on David's, yeah. my partner's nightstand. Because it's interesting. I don't really read fiction yeah. at all. I'm yeah. always like, you know, I'm, self-help book, business book, I'm any sort of educational thing. Yeah, yeah. And both of those, Ishmael and The Alchemist, mm. they're stories, but they have such powerful messages in. Yeah, yeah. That it's, yeah, it's just really um engrossing yeah. and just draws you in like i read it so fast apparently did in three sittings yeah <laughs> <laughs> like boom done yeah. yeah amazing all right if anyone's read it you know amazing if you haven't like me yeah go get it yeah go get it <laughs> let us know all right final question dun, dun, dun. <laughs> where do you get your best ideas <laughs> where do i get my best ideas well mostly in the shower <laughs> which is sometimes infuriating because I don't have a pen and paper there yeah and I don't have anything to record it sometimes I'm just like hey Siri like shouting at my phone I'm like hey Siri I'm like damn it you're not listening to me oh my God. so then I just like try oh Siri's listening to me right now and now Siri's actually hearing me <laughs> um and so yeah then I'm like I just kind of then have to keep repeating it in my head yeah, so you don't or forget. just rushing my shower yeah. so that I can get out and write it down. <laughs> Quick before um, I forget. But it's interesting. I think what that really shows is where do I get my best ideas mm -hmm. in a place where there's no external noise. Yeah. It's just me and my thoughts and it allows me to think over things. And hmm. I think that's why there's so much beauty in going for walks as well. Yeah. You know, um, just allowing your brain to have space yeah. to think things totally instead of just constantly absorbing external information yeah in the shower i've received a few of your ideas from the shower <laughs> <laughs> not when you're in the shower yeah, like, after you get out of the oh, shower yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like hang on how are you getting my ideas whilst you're showering <laughs> After you've showered, sometimes you've shared your yes, ideas yeah. because they come through. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, thank you for today. It's been absolutely amazing. Thank I've, you. I've loved every minute of it. And I'm, Me too. I'm pleasantly and beautifully surprised that I've learned so much about you. Yeah. Even though... We you know, know each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Which I love. And yeah, I just really appreciate you sharing your story with us today well i've really enjoyed this conversation too yeah um and you you've had some great questions so it's been really nice as well just to reflect on things mm. you mm. know yeah i think we don't actually always do that too often we're always looking ahead yeah in business yeah trying to keep all the plates spinning yeah so it's nice to look back at the journey yeah and, and that was kind of it part of our intention right mm, it yeah. was you know what are the what are the stories of people mm -hmm. that are running their own business or multiple businesses or whatever yeah. it is mm. and 
what what's their journey been yeah. what are the experiences they've had that have brought them to this very moment mm-hmm. because it's like when the bees you know go off and collect yeah you know the pollen from all the different mm-hmm. flowers and they have yeah. all these different experiences and they come back to the hive and then they produce this beautiful honey and it's yeah. like yeah we see your honey. Mm-hmm. I see your honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it's really important to re- remember that there's, mm-hmm. there's real human beings having yeah. very real human experiences mm. along our business journeys, yeah. you know, that yeah. aren't always directly related to business. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Thank you. I loved it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to show me the honey if you enjoyed this episode leave us a review and subscribe so you can be notified about our latest episodes and until next time keep it sweet